KPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. This is ARV. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Thomas Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Patterson, the reality, the reality coach, coach, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. Living life without apologies It's not wrong, dear 
Hello, 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 and welcome once again, family. Thank you for tuning in to the Reality Coach Live Facebook and also through TTV Radio Network. And you guys, you got to remember to. Vote, 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 okay? We got to get up and vote. If we don't vote for us, TPV Radio, we're, I think it's five categories that we're nominated in, and we would love to have your support. All you got to do to go to, is go to SPIN Awards, and uh, it's www.thespinawards.com, and click on anything. Have you... As a voter for us, thank you so much. Hey, you guys, I've got a great show this week for you all. But before I get started, I always like to open up with prayer because I know me and I know some of my guests. We have to remember to keep God in everything because if we don't, y'all know. Hmm. Okay. Father, we Father, our Father, we thank you once again for one more Monday to come before the people to to let our voices be shared, heard, because we're here and we want to represent you in the best manner that we know how. And Father, our Father, if you see us about to do anything that will not glorify and magnify you, I ask you to not let it come out of our mouth. Keep us in harmony. Keep us understanding that you are the reason for everything that I do, do, and majority of the listeners, I'm sure, as well. And if not, God, we just ask that you just allow them to join in with the conversation in harmony and understand that we all live here, and we all have our opinion, and we all have one thing in common, and that's, your, that's the red blood that you gave us all. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that I do pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, let me shout out to some people that are watching. Okay, let's see. Uh, Denise was. Oh, the producer's on. Hey there, Christopher. Chantrell. Well, hi there. I hope those kids are doing well. I know they are because you're such a great mom and aunt. Louise, hi, 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 hi. Thank you all for tuning in. Let me tell you guys, it was something. um, I put my post out about today's show on... I think it was Saturday that I made the first flyer, and it never got posted. I posted it, but Facebook never put it out there. And then I set up an event, and the event just got posted at 6 o'clock. Well, no, not at 6, at 5 o'clock today. And it's just amazing how when you're trying to do something for Christ, it's always something in the way, but you got to stay consistent because let me tell you, in the end, it will pay off. You cannot give up. You cannot give up. And you ask so many people who have made it to their destination, they didn't make it there by giving up. They made it by staying determined. And you have to stay determined. And today's show is America, I mean, well, actually, in honor of Fourth of July, I decided, I was like, okay, God, what is this all about? I looked around outside and I saw that uh, that it wasn't the same. 
families weren't together. People weren't gathering like they normally did. And I'm like, okay, God, what is this? What is this about? So what it showed to me is when you take away the independence of Americans, we're going to find a way to fight for it. And that means even if it means breaking the law, people do it. Not meaning in the home, they're law-abiding citizens. So I didn't understand why all the firework displays was canceled. I don't understand it because you put Americans who are used to having their independence in a position to defile the law. And that, that, that didn't make them right, but it made me understand the importance of Americans' independence. I mean, it, it, it just showed me so much because I, I've never seen this type of, excuse me, firework display within the city limits. On my street, they were going off all day, all night. I mean, just ridiculously. And then I'm hearing not only on my street, but on surrounding streets everywhere. I mean, so if a fire had broke out or if a fight broke out, if something something devastating happened, how were the police going to get there? It was too many people who are too many Americans who are accustomed to having their freedom and being able to look at a firework display and not have to be forced to put in a position to entertain themselves with fireworks. It was it was it was dangerous. It was dangerous, but this just made me say, okay, God, what am I supposed to do here? What is this week's show supposed to be about? So that's when I came up with, well, not me, because God gives me so much, and, and, and it's all him. It's never me, but, you know, I do step in sometimes. Y'all know. You know how we do. We get in, we, we get in there somehow or another. So I just started thinking Independence Day. Independence Day. Now, that is a national holiday that they made for all of us to enjoy, that the, the, the government, the, the, the state, the, the, the people, everyone is to enjoy Independence Day because it's supposed to be a celebration of America, uh, America being free. Well, what happens? Are we really free? So we see now that one thing can happen, and it can shut down everything that we consider to be free in the home of the brave, the land of the free. So let me just share with you all what, why I said American, American independence. We have gotten so far from what we know to do right. Now, there are some that will not agree with me, I'm sure. A lot of people will, 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 will not agree with me. And that's okay, that's fine. But I know that the United States is the only country that I have discovered to have in God we trust on our currency. In God we trust on our currency. So that tells me that without saying that America was founded on biblical principles. But now I don't think we're applying those principles wholeheartedly anymore. Look at all that we've got going on in the home of the free, the land of the, the brave, where there is plenty for all of us to have, we can do, have, whatever we desire, and look at us. We're fighting amongst each other. Americans are fighting each other. That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. 
And now we all, now the ones that aren't fighting, we all have to suffer. When are we going to realize that when one American does something to another American, it does not matter what color you are. But when we make it about color, it should not matter. It should be about American doing something to another American. But when we make it about color, it messes up everything. It causes a big deal. It causes a big, 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 big. And I'm not saying that um, we're, it's all about color, but I am saying that we have to understand we are Americans. We've got to find a way to come together. I mean, even with the pandemic going on, we do know it was because of the pandemic that they're stating that we couldn't do this and we couldn't do that. But at the end of the day, even if the pandemic wasn't here, what we as, what we as Americans gotten along? Would we have gotten along? I just want to know, with all that's going on, thank God that the pandemic, I mean, I hate to say thank God for the pandemic, but the pandemic kind of may have controlled uh, an already lit firework because we Americans are so divided. We're falling apart. Our American independence is at stake. And I want you all to understand that. Do you not see how the American independence is at stake? A pandemic such as coronavirus can shut down darn near the whole country. That's, that's, that, that, that blows my mind. That blows my mind. When we've had other chronic diseases like the flu, uh, like uh, uh, Ebola, uh, AIDS, we've had so many bad, bad diseases come up, come up on us, and one all of a sudden shuts down the whole country. And now come to find out that they're giving it different strands. If you have a fever, you have corona symptoms. Doesn't necessarily mean you have corona, but you have the symptoms. So now you're going to be diagnosed as being symptomatic. Now we know good and well people get fevers all the time from for other from other reasons. You get a fever from an earache. You can get a fever from a toothache. You can get a fever from almost anything. When something goes wrong in your body, it can cause a fever. So how are you going to label me as having corona symptoms? No, I got fever of a Tuesday. That's the symptom that I have. Now, I'm not saying that they're not right with what they're saying, but I'm just saying Americans, our independence is at stake. Do you realize that they are now hiring people to track people, COVID-19 tracking, and, I, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why we don't see what's going on. I, I really don't understand it. It's blowing my mind. Our freedom is at stake. Our independence is at stake. And you know why? Because if you look at the flyer that's posted out there, it has the American flag. And it has Independence Day. And then underneath the American flag, it has American independence. And then it has the flag, but it has a Bible, a holy Bible in the middle of that flag. And then underneath that, it has the equalizer. The holy Bible is our equalizer. We gotta get back to praying. We gotta get back to doing what we knew to do to bring us together, to bring unity, to to bring unity in America. Americans, we are falling apart because we're too busy picking apart each other. 
instead of embracing one another. And and the Bible clearly tells us that he will, if you do not humble yourself, Second, I mean, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name, I, you, you know the scripture. Let me just get on with it. I, I don't want to misquote it, but I do know it, but I just want to paraphrase it. If you are called by his name, humble yourself. Humble yourself, and then he'll heal our land. These diseases don't have to be here. But they're here because we have forgotten that our country was founded on biblical principles. And we don't want to use God, and we want to use God as a uh, a trigger card or a uh a, a get out of get out of whatever we created card or make it convenient card whatever we use it for we're using it in the wrong way we need to use it the way it was intended to heal our land this is our land black people you're not going nowhere white people you're not going nowhere hispanics you're not going nowhere asians uh, Vietnamese, we're all here together. We got to get along because guess what? We got too many interracial couples. So now we got we 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 got all kinds of Americans. But at the end of the day, we cannot keep fighting each other. We got to humble ourselves. Sometimes you got to take the high road. It may not be good. It may make you mad. It may make you want to just. Run off and hurt somebody. But take the high road. Somebody has to. And if you belong to Christ, you will learn to take that high road. And you will see that you won't be arguing and fighting amongst each other. You will see that your blood pressure will stay at a nice level. You will see that your sugar won't shoot up. You won't keep a headache. And you may avoid a fever. And you won't have corona because then you don't have to go to the doctor and say, I may have a fever. If you just humble yourself, take the low road, do do follow the footsteps of Christ. That's all we got to do. We are fighting for our independence, Americans. We got to. We got to come together. And yes, I know a lot of people may not agree with me, and that's fine. That's what this is all about. That's what the reality coach is all about, is helping me see your reality, helping me understand you. I don't understand your culture. If you're from Vietnam, I don't know what it is to have lived in Vietnam and have ancestors that lived in Vietnam and have had a hard time. I don't understand it. I don't know. I have no clue whatsoever. I don't know what it's like to be in Vietnam. I don't. At all. And I forgot to put my phone on silent. I'm so sorry, you all. But I don't know. But if you're from Vietnam, help me get to know. That's the whole reason of having dialect. That's the whole reason of us conversating. The reality coach wants to know about your culture. Teach me so I can know. Teach me. I don't mind. Teach me what I need to know about your culture. And that's the same way it is, okay? I don't know what it is to be completely Hispanic. I don't know. I don't know the struggle of trying to figure out how to uh, 
get to America because I haven't had to have that struggle. But help me understand. I know what it is to struggle as a black person in America. So if you want to know all about that struggle, let me tell you all about it. I can tell you all about that struggle for real. Coming from the horse's mouth because I've lived it. But I can't tell you somebody else's struggle. But guess what? I would love for someone who's in that struggle to tell me about it. I really would. I really would. So that's all I'm saying is that we've got to get to the point to where we can share and be okay to know it's okay to disagree. We got to know how to agree to disagree. Now, if there's someone that that can elaborate on that and can understand it, put a text in the text box and let me know. You understand what I'm saying, that we got to know that it's okay to disagree. I can't tell you about anybody else's culture, but I can tell you about mine. And I hope you can understand. Is it tough being black in America? Absolutely. But I'm sure it's tough being Hispanic in America. I'm sure it's tough being white in America right now. And, yes, I know people will say, oh, it ain't tough on them. Oh, yeah, it is because those that are not with the foolishness, they're having a hard time. And just like blacks that are not with the foolishness, we're having a hard time. Everybody, every nationality is having a hard time in America. Why? Because we want to argue. But Americans, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Our independence is at stake. Understand this. Please, 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 please understand this. We got to stop fighting with each other. We got to come together. And the only way to do that is to get back to the basis in which the basis that we were found on, which is the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible. In God we trust. This too shall pass. But it won't ever pass if we don't come together. Everything has not, everything, every time we get into a fight, every time Americans are fighting with each other, what happens? Something new happens in our country. Something new. Okay, we didn't get it with AIDS. We're still bickering and fighting with each other. Okay, then we get Ebola. Uh, There was some other, there was some more diseases in the swine. There's always been something going on in our country because we want to fight with one another. Americans, our independence is at stake. If we can't control our tempers and learn to get along, what do you think the government's going to do? The government's going to do just what they're doing. Control us. Treat us like we are not in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Because we won't get along. There's not enough manpower to mandate every American in this in this country. They don't even have enough National Guard because guess what? If they bring all the National Guard here, who's guarding our country? We got to get it, Americans. Yes, I know a lot of people think Trump should say this, he should say that, he should do the president should do do this, the president should do that. You people, Americans, I'm talking about us. You people, me, you, white Chinese, whatever nationality you are, I'm talking about you people, Americans. If you don't understand that the president, whomever he is, don't have time to sit here and babysit Americans who should know how to act with each other. 
He don't have time. He got to worry about is China going to blow us up? Is Korea going to blow up the whole country? So that's why he has your city officials, your, 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 your mayors, your council members, your congress, your senator, your representatives. That's why all those people are put into place to handle their city, handle their state, their town. The president ain't got time for all of this. We got to learn to do something. We got to quit whining and belly aching and fighting with each other and get up and do something because guess what? Do y'all want a babysitter? Do you want to be told that you cannot go outside? You already been told you got to wear a mask. Oh, my God. You got to keep your mouth closed. You can't even say nothing. You can't even defend yourself now. Somebody say something. You can't even freely go into a restaurant without a mask on. Americans, our independence is at stake. Our freedom is at stake because we're too busy fussing and fighting with each other and expecting the president to come here and fix it. He can't. He ain't got time. He got to worry about is Russia going to blow us up, China. I don't care what president it is, Trump, me. Who, if I'm the president, I'm going to tell you right now. Let me tell you what the reality is to tell you. If y'all don't get along, I'm going to put y'all in the house and I'm going to put y'all with a babysitter. And if you think I can't do it, try. You people better get to figuring it out. Because you don't know what I'm up against in this office. You don't have no idea that I'm sitting here arguing every day with another country talking about you push your red button, I push my red button. I don't have time to babysit Americans when you sitting here got a way to get money. You got a way to eat food. You got a way to shop. You can do whatever you want to do in this country. Be whatever you want to be. And I got countries over here. I'm going to countries every day where I'm seeing children who are in, in, in a war zone all the time. They don't have no food, no clothes. They don't have freedom. Women got to walk around in 120-degree uh, weather with, with the heads all wrapped up and face covered. And y'all complain about a mask. And you want me to say something about all this y'all fighting with each other? But I don't have time for you people. You people better say, okay, y'all want me, okay, I'm going to fix it. This is what the reality culture do as, a, as the president. You better get your Bible, go read your Bible, and if those that don't want to read your Bible, you better read whatever it is that you got to make you have some sense in, a, in America, the home of the free, land of the brave, because united we're going to stand, divided we not getting ready to fall, because y'all ain't going to remain divided, because I'm getting ready to put y'all a babysitter. You ain't going to be able to go outside like your mama used to do you with that street light. Let that light catch you. You're going to jail. And you ain't going to get out until I say it's time for you to get out. Is that what you want, Americans? Is that what, is, is that what you want? Because that's where we're headed. All is bickering with racism and, 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 and religion and and, and rich person, poor person, y'all better get to figuring this out. Now, you heard it here first from the reality coach. You better get to figuring it out because your freedom is at stake. Your independence is at stake. And since we know that we were founded on biblical principles, you better get the Bible out because I'm telling you everything that the Bible is stating is happening right now. It's happening. And for those that don't believe, that's fine. Don't believe it. You ain't got to. Just look around. You got to wear a mask now. You can't even do what you want to do no more. 
You're scared. And little do you know your own body has some antibiotics, anti, anti, any, um, any, um, y'all know what I'm, I, I, Lord have mercy, I know the word. Somebody put the word up there. Well, anyway, your body has the ability to fight off germs. What do they call? Oh, Lord have mercy. Y'all know I know. I, I, y'all know I know. But anyway, your body has its own immune system fighters. And, Lord, I can't think of the word, y'all. What is? Well, anyway, it must not need to be said. God said it must not need to be said. He'll give it to me in a minute. But I'm just saying, do you not see what's happening to us Americans? Because we're too busy fussing and fighting. And the reality culture is the president. And I'm telling you what kind of president I'm going to be. Y'all want to fuss and fight? You can't get it together? Guess what I'm going to do? You ain't going to get to ride your bicycle. Because I'm going to make you stay in the house. You ain't going to get to get the food you want because guess what? I ain't going to be able to let the trucks run too much because guess what? You're going to have a certain day that you can go out and get you some groceries. And then I might finally decide to let somebody bring you some groceries. But guess what? What you want on that list, it ain't going to be there because guess what? Ain't, no, ain't that many trucks going to be coming through because y'all don't want to act right. Y'all better get some act right or you're going to get the reality coach as the president. Now, let me see. Are there any callers on the line, um, uh, Chris? Okay. Well, while he's, figured, while he's coming in with that, I had did a show a while back about, uh, it was entitled No More Ifs in the Community. And, you know, I named the ifs as innocent failures. We have a lot of innocent failures going on amongst us Americans. And I don't know if we clueless or we just don't care, but we better start caring because it's getting ready to get real, 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 real bad out here, y'all. If we don't come together and stop all this bickering and fighting and realize that we are in the home of the free, land of the brave, We're going to be in trouble. We're going to be in trouble. We ain't going to get to be free. And y'all thought, y'all want to talk about slavery? Okay, I don't know what it is to be a slave, but I know what it is to feel like it, to be locked up in the house and be afraid to go outside because we had to experience that. When you get sick with a cold, you got to sit in the house. Now, ain't nothing worse than being healthy and got to sit in the house. You don't even like sitting in the house when you got a cold. You be so happy to get up and get well and just to get outside and go look. Just to see a piece of grass. You be so excited to get outside after a cold. And then you be so excited, boy, you finally got your taste buds back. You can eat what you want to eat. You can taste again. So we know what it is to be restricted. But how about to be healthy and restricted? That's what's going to happen if we don't stop it and realize we're Americans and we got to fight. That Bible got to come back into play. If it don't, we in trouble. And I'm only saying that because that's the only thing I know that's ever worked for me. It may not have worked for some of y'all, but it works for me. And I can see exactly what the Bible is saying, how diseases will 
diseases will fill up your land. Foreigners will plunder your land. Y'all, now let me tell you this. Have you not noticed? Now Americans, full-blooded, one hundred percent Americans. Have you not noticed that we barely got American stores anymore? How many Krogers do you see in your city? How many Albertsons do you see? How many Tom Thumbs do you see? How many, you ain't see Safeway no more. How many ATBs do you see? Don't worry. I'll wait. You can count them. It ain't that many. In your in your city, how many do you see? In the city where I live, I can count how many stores that are American names. And I don't know if they're American name, but they were American. They they got American. They ain't got the name that I'm going to tell you about. I there's two Albertsons in the whole city of Mesquite that I know three. Now there's some more that they they, they few and far between. There's three Krogers that I know of, and I think maybe two or three Tom Thumbs. Now, y'all know it used to be a Krogers, a Albertsons, a Tom Thumb on every corner. They used to be like the liquor store. I used to have one right here at the main intersection right here at 635. They closed that Albertsons down. But now if we look around, because we don't want to humble ourselves and get back to our biblical principles, America's freedom and independence, America's independence is at stake. And let me show you how. Because obviously somebody ain't seeing what I see. And if you don't see it that way, that's fine. But let me just give you some mind liberation and hopefully it'll transform your life so you can see some things. Now, count how many El Ranchos you see. In your city. La Machiano, Ma- I don't even know how to say the Spanish meat market. How many uh, Elroys? How many Rio Grandes do you see? They popping up like the liquor store and the nail shop. Now, how many American American-owned nail salons do you see? I'll wait. Okay. Okay. Now, how many, how many Chinese restaurants do you see are owned by Americans? I'll wait again. Are y'all starting to get it? Are you starting to get it? Do you see? The Bible is so real, and we're right in the thick of things. It says foreigners will plunder your land. And they are. They're everywhere. Now, they may not have started out. They may they may be American now, but they started out a foreigner. A lot of them, at least the ones that I've read into, they can't really speak English, but they can sure speak their language. And guess what? I'm finding myself because they got the service and I can't get in. American citizen can't get in. I can't go buy no nail product at the price that they get them. They mark them up for Americans. Do you not see how they're doing us? Us, Americans. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're... 
You're an American. And guess what? You all are fed to the day I leave here. When I go to another country, they don't care about my color. They look at my flag. And they don't like me because they feel like I'm spoiled. And I come from a land of opportunity. And I don't appreciate hard times. Well, they don't know I'm having hard times in America. But then again, I take Americans' hard times versus their hard times. Y'all don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm all right with American hard times. I'm just saying. But I do understand. So I'm just saying to you Americans, we got to stop. Our independence and freedom is at stake. And we're so busy arguing and bickering, we can't even see the powers that be what's going on. Can't see. We don't want to read the Bible no more. We want to do we want to do. Okay, and now. Y'all know what? There used to be so many Baptist churches. I mean, everywhere was a Baptist church. Used to have the same windows where you knew when you you knew you were going by a church because it had the same. It, it, it stood apart. It it, it 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 stood out. Now we got so many denominations. We got. I mean, when you find Baptists on the church now, you almost have to celebrate. Non-denominational. What that means? I guess it means what it says. Non-denominational. Come whoever, come what will. And that's fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with non-denominational churches as long as the word of God is being spread. But I'm just trying to let Americans see how things are shifting right before our very eyes, and we too busy focus on who, what color somebody is, how much money somebody got. We ain't, gonna, ain't none of us going to have no money. And if you think you've arrived and you think you're rich and you got it going on, okay, all right, you might do. But how long? How long will you have it going on? If you ain't no million millionaire, you ain't going to have it going on too long when the powers that be get through with us if we don't come together and stop all this bickering and put our put our mind to work and start reading again, reading the Bible so we can see what's going on. Hello? 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 Can y'all hear me? Please listen, people. I may not be right. You can fact check it. But I do know that foreigners are plundering this land. And I've made it as plain as I could possibly see, as possibly as it get, as plain as it could possibly be. The stuff that we depend on, the stuff that we Americans depend on to live in the home of the brave, land of the free, the roads. Who is doing all the construction now? Hmm. Say what? You know why? Because we didn't got too proud. We didn't got to the point where we won't even humble ourselves to get out in the sun no more and go to work. Americans. But you got the people that are hungry to be a citizen. They over here working in that sun. They got on 50 pounds of clothes. They got on big old 10-gallon hats. But they out there working. Because they understand. They're needed. It's a skill. Y'all can go on, stay in your universities, do what you want to do. That's fine. That's wonderful. If you are there to get your degree, please get your degree. But I guarantee you, I stayed in school. 
I've been in a lot of different trades and a lot of different licenses I carry. But all those licenses did would give me the basis. It wasn't until I started doing what I got the license in until I learned the business. Yes, it taught me being a hairstylist taught me how to cut in a, a 90 degree 45 and a one uh, a 360 degree cut. But guess what? That cut don't always work. Sometimes I got to make up a, a angle. It's not until you use your skills. Skills. In here, your mind, that you learn how to do what needs to really be done to be successful. So you all get what you need to get the basics, but understand what education means. Education means the ability to acquire knowledge. That's it. That's it. If you can acquire knowledge, you can be educated. But we don't want to share knowledge anymore. You want you go, okay, you know, okay, now, I'm going to tell you how Hispanics are doing. And ain't, this, is not to, this is not to knock Hispanics by no means. It's just to show Americans what's going on and how foreigners are taking over right before our very eyes. Now, y'all know, back in the day, y'all know who was frying that chicken at churches and Williams Chicken. It was black people in there working. Now I go to Williams Chicken and churches, it's full of Hispanics. Jack in the box, all of them. Now let me tell you what they're doing. Now they're understanding that they are in a land of opportunity and they're going to help each other get what they need in order to make it in the land of the free, the home of the brave. They, I went to Jack in the Box. I'm at the window trying to order my food. Can't order my food because the person at the window does not speak fluent English. But you know what? They didn't leave him standing there. They came and interpreted what he needed to understand. So he's learning two things. He's learning the ability to continue to work, and he's learning English at the same time while he's getting paid by us Americans, while we out here saying we can't work at Jack in the Box no more. That's, that's, that's a mess. That is a mess. But the unity that they have amongst themselves. Now, do you ever see Hispanic and Hispanic arguing and fussing and fighting all over the news? Do you rarely, you do you ever see Hispanic and black all over the news fussing and fight? Do you ever see Hispanic and white all over the news fussing and fight? No, because they're about their business. They're trying to make things happen. But what do you see all over the news in America? The two most powerful cultures in America fussing and fighting all the time, all over news. Americans, better, you better wake up. Because they take, I mean, foreigners are plundering our land. And I ain't, I ain't mad at the foreigners. Do what you got to do to do what you got to get what you need. If we ain't going to utilize our resources and we not going to help each other, y'all supposed to do just what you're doing. If we going to sit and keep fussing and fighting with one another, y'all are supposed to do what you're doing. Now we got to, uh, what is it now? We got to um, press one for English. Two for Spanish. Come on now, Americans. How did this happen? You know how? 
we're too busy fighting with each other to pay attention to what's going on. I'm just saying. And if I'm wrong, I don't mind being wrong. I don't mind. But that's just the way it appears to be. Matter of fact, that's the way it is. Because when you go to dial a number, that's the first thing they tell you. One for English, two for Spanish. So I ain't making it up. And then if I am calling T-H-U, why am I talking to somebody in India? Help me understand that. Hey, what? You get somebody, this is, this, and, and, and I'm not making fun of them because they're doing their thing. I'm just trying to give you a full picture of what I have endured and what I have seen as a reality coach. And I'm just sitting here saying, okay, Lord, my mind got to be liberated in order to transform my life. This is real out here, Americans. Our independence is at stake. You get somebody, I call, welcome TSU. This is, and there's nothing wrong with them talking the way that they talk, but I'm just like, okay, I'm in America, but I'm talking to somebody in India. Come on, Americans. What, what, when are we going to wake up and see what's going on? Foreigners will plunder your land. Diseases will, will fill your land. We got all kinds of disease. Now we scared to even look at each other. We scared to let a little droplet of spit from somebody land on our toe. What is wrong? What is wrong? Do you not see that God is tired? We don't want to submit to nothing. We don't want to follow rules. The Bible says obey the law. We will break the law just to show your name. And just as, now, y'all know I, I'm the reality coach. Now, you know, I know I ain't supposed to see, but, baby, let me need to get there. If that sign says 45 and I don't see no police officer around, I'm going 70 trying to get where I'm going. And it ain't right, but it's real. We don't want to follow no rules, no laws, nothing. We want to do what we want to do. But the most thing that we do that's hurting us is we stay divided. It used to be a time when you saw someone doing something wrong. It didn't, it didn't matter. You tell them. You hold them accountable. When the law, the law ain't something happened on my street right now, who you think going to get here faster, my neighbor or the police? I'll wait. Who you think going to get here faster, the neighbor or the police? It's a shame. I don't even know some of my neighbors on the street now. Now, something over here happening to me because I'm not showing myself friendly and I'm not trying to do what God says, love thy neighbor. Something happened at my house. Guess what? I got to wait and hope I don't get hurt in, in the meantime while I wait on the police. When if I was doing what the Bible say, do get out and know your neighbors. I could call my neighbors. How many people know their neighbor's phone number? Some of y'all don't even know their name. That is sad, Americans, and they're American citizens. That's sad. Don't even know their name. That's awful. And then, this is another one. These commandments, I'm telling you, the commandments, we just, we just breaking them all. We, we breaking them all. <laughs> I mean, we are. Okay, now. We don't even want to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Now, I know some will argue that the Sabbath day is a Saturday. Some will say it's a Sunday. 
But my God, can we keep one day holy? One day. Can we keep one day holy? If you say Saturday, okay. You say Sunday, okay. Can you just keep that one day holy and do nothing but think on good things? Think on Philippians 4 and 8. All day. No. We got too much going on. We got too many distractions out here, Americans. Pay attention. Pay attention, please. We want to put now, 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 now. We want, now it says the first one we do, we, we just, the first command we just ignore so much. Thou shall have no other God before me. Now, a lot of us don't believe it, but there have been some gods that I put before God, and God has gotten me straight. Believe me. And even when I start trying to put those gods back in front of me, okay, let me use my life. This is the reality coaching. I, my life is an open book. It's a, it's, it's a, you can go on Facebook and find out everything you want to know about Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, because it's better for me to tell my story than to let somebody else tell it. My children were my God. I love my boys. I love them. Love them with all my heart, with everything in me. Whatever they needed, I got it. I didn't care if I had to hook, crook, or steal, or whatever to get what my boys need. It wasn't right. But when you make something your God, that's what happens. You forget about God, and you start depending on your own self. And when you start depending on your own self, you do whatever you got to do to get your own wealth. And you don't care if your health is in at jeopardy or whatever. You're doing what you got to do for your own self. Well, let me show you how God will do. He says, I'm a jealous God. And when he got an assignment for you to do, you're going to do it one way or another. My youngest son, I mean, I went to hell and back with him, trying to get him to see what God had in him. And I just, I just be like, well, God, I got to go. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. God said, now, didn't I tell you to go this way? If you're going to trust me, trust me. I got it. Nope, not the reality coach, not Dorothy. There she go, meddling in God's business. Well, you know what? If you don't move out of God's way and you don't want to put him first, he'll take whatever you love from you and teach you how to deal with it. And I'm not saying that God God didn't have help. My son, of course, had help with being going to going to his death early. But just to show you how I would turn him over to God and then I'd try to get in there and help God help him. God don't need our help, y'all. He don't need our help. He is the Lord the the Lord your God. He is all that he is. He don't need no help from nobody. And if you want to continue to try to help him, he will help you not help him. America. Americans our independence is at stake. Do you not see how that stay? We don't want to follow the Bible. We want to have two things. And I'm going to ask again, Chris, are there any callers on the line? Oh. Chris, are you there? Hello. Am I even on the air? 
Yes, I am. Okay, well, I guess there's no callers on the line, but is there anybody that would like to come on camera on Facebook? Because it seems like the producer has stepped away for a moment. And if you do want to come on, let me know, and I will bring you on the camera. Hello? Is anybody want to talk? Anybody want to say something? Anybody want to elaborate on what was said so far? Well, I'll just keep talking. Y'all know I can talk. If you have a comment, I I I'd like for you to post it in the in the in the uh, text box. Okay. Uh, he says I have two callers on the line. Well, Chris, can you put the caller on the line? Let me text them and let them know that y'all can come on and talk. Because I, I can talk all by myself, but I don't like to. But I will. Chris, are you there? Can you hear me, Chris? I hear him beeping in, but... Okay, I said, but if you, okay, okay, Pamela Jackson, let me read, um, yep, get them out of office if they aren't listening to us, all right, what do you mean by that, Pamela Jackson, I I, want to know what you mean by that. Well, let me say hi to some people, okay. Hi, Ann Smith. Hi, honey. How are you? Jessica, hey, darling. Oh, my good friend. Well, hey, girl, I hadn't seen you in a minute. Christopher, are you there yet? Okay, I can't hear the caller. And I can't hear you, Chris. Okay. Hello? Oh, well, hi there, Carla. How are you? I'm fine, and you? Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Is this Miss Firecracker? Yes, I finally, I guess I finally got through. Oh, my. I don't know what's going on. You know what, Miss Firecracker? Let me tell you, I've been having problems all day. My post didn't go out. It's just one. But that's all right. Anyway, needless to say, you here. What you got to say, Miss Firecracker? I know you got something to say. Uh, yes, I uh, listened, and I was trying to, re- you know, retain everything that you said that I wanted to make a comment on. And um, the first thing I wanted to make a comment on is in your picture where you had the Bible, um, and you said the Bible was what is essential. And that is true in anything. And sometimes I think we forget as Christians, we get caught up so uh, in the things of the world. And I remember that you mentioned uh, be ye transformed. And we have to live in this world, but the Bible cautions us not to be like the world. And that is something constant that we have to uh, 
to do. And this show kind of jogged uh, me a little bit because, as I said, you know, with so much going on and we kind of get away, the Bible tells us, and thank God that we do have the Holy Spirit, and thank God that God knows when need, when we need to be jogged. And your show did have jogged some things within me, and I thank you for that. Uh, because the Bible talks talks about freedom, and it's not talking about American freedom. It's talking about freedom according to biblical principles. And uh, the biblical freedom has a, a, component, a, a component which sets it apart from any other kind of freedom. But we are made free by God. Not to do what we want to do, but to serve specifically to serve God and be about His business. Mm-hmm. We we got to tap into the biblical views of freedom. You know, we see our political and social freedom as a as a responsibility. So we think we can do whatever it is that we are big and bad enough to do. However, freedom is an opportunity. I see it as an opportunity to serve. If you are, say that you are a Christian and you are trying to live by biblical principles, it is an opportunity to serve and to fulfill to fulfill your purpose. So any Christian should be about that. And, yes, sometimes it does call something happens and it, causes us to see color, but I kind of meditated on, on that situation, and I came up with the fact that even in it in it all, those who are sisters and brothers in Christ, we are still the majority. There is a minority, and there will always be evil people, people that don't believe in God, and they're going to do what they do, say what they say, and live how they live. But we don't have to really fear them. And, yes, sometimes we have to uh, use our knowledge of the world to try to change things. But that does not mean you don't you stop praying and leaning and depending on God. We have to continue to know who is the source of everything. Amen. I, I, and, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing. So often we want to. We, we want to do what we want to do and, and don't keep God first. And then once we get into trouble, what's the first thing we do? Run to God. So you said something that was that was um, that that kind of stood out to me. You you said that um, uh, being transformed. How do you feel like this is this 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 met? Okay. When I was talking about how the Bible states about foreigners will plunder our lands, could you understand what I was stating? Could you uh, kind of yes. see the visual yeah, picture? I, I very much, I very much do. And can you talk I, a little louder? Okay. Your phone can you hear me? Say something. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I have observed and made observations that for America, and America has been 
going in debt with all these other countries. America have let so many different nationalities into our country. And I've noticed when they come here, they flourish. I, I don't know. I've heard rumors that the government helped them, but I do know that most of them work hard as well. But they have flourished in a country that not that's not their own. And we, in, uh, as Americans, sometimes can't flourish, but they have flourished and their communities are flourishing. So I do understand what you're talking about, about um, them coming into our land. And the Bible warns us against that because, it, you know, the Bible told them people not to mix. It told them not to mix with those that were not of their kind. And when they did, it was not good. And those people took over their entire land. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the what I'm trying to get, get us right. Americans to see. While we're sitting here bickering and fighting with one another, foreigners are taking over. And it's just the way it is. It's just the reality that we have to understand. I mean, seriously, I I, I really want to know, okay, I don't know where, where what town you live in. But in your town, you don't have to say the town, but in your town, how many Kroger's, Albertsons, Safeways, HEBs do you see? Oh, no. When you said that, it rung a bell. Not a, not a lot. Um, not a lot, period. Um, I see a lot of the stores that you named, and I don't know all their names, but you pretty much hit it. Elroy's and all those stores, and you know what? Yes, I was La looking. Luciana, El I was looking for. I was looking for Pacific items the other day. I was looking for uh-huh. some mop and glow. Uh, and I went to the dollar stores, and I went all over, and I can't find it. So I said, let me try one of the Hispanic stores. I went in the Hispanic store. There was that mop and glow. I didn't get it because where it used to be, two ninety nine, it's six dollars and some cents. But they had it in the Hispanic store. But when I went in the store, the guy that I was trying to ask that was in the highway stocking, he did not speak any English, none whatsoever. So I had to walk around and find a customer to try to explain to them what I was talking about. So there was another issue that you said. Why would America, we speak um, we speak English in America. Why would I have to dial the phone? Sometimes it comes on in Spanish that tells you to speak one. If I don't speak Spanish, how are you going to just, I get on the phone and it just go to in Spanish telling me instructions in Spanish. <laughs> And then you have to, and then the sad part about that, then you have to start all over with the ring and wait again and hope you get something, someone that speaks your language. Yep. And we're not, and please, please, listeners, don't think that we're putting down any nationality. We're just trying to give Americans a picture of how your independence is at stake. While we're running around here fighting with each other, Foreigners, as the Bible states, are plundering our land. They're completely taking over, and it is sad. It is really sad. Yeah, there's a a verse that I I ran across. Uh, it's Galatians, 
5 and 13, it says, we are called to be free, but should not use freedom to indulge the flesh, but to serve one another humbly in love. Well, that scripture's pretty much null and void right about now in America. We're too busy serving each, serving ourselves, but guess what? We're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to it. And what scripture was that again? Galatians 5 and uh, Galatians 5 and 13. 5 and 13. Can you read it yes. one more time for me? And it's NIV. That's fine. We are called to be free, but should not use freedom to indulge the flesh but to serve one another humbly in love. Well, now let me tell you, we serving one another, all right, but we still serving in our flesh. I'm telling you we serving in our flesh. We ain't got no, there's no, I mean, marriages are falling apart, uh, children going wild. I mean, preachers and preachers preaching everything but the, but, but the, but the, Hardcore word. We need some real word now. We need some real. I'm, I'm, now, preachers, don't get mad. Don't don't be calling me off the coast and catch me talking about I'm talking about y'all. But y'all need to talk about all this money giving and just talk about giving up some service. Bring some canned goods. Let that be a tie. Y'all know back in the day that's what they used to do. Do you remember how they used to do back in the day? Uh, of course. The church pantry was always full. It didn't take no pandemic or nothing else. The church pantry was always full of food and clothes. And you could go but there you, and get some help with your light bill. Now you got to go to a, a man to get your light bill. Get get fifty cents on your light bill. You, if you're not a, if you're not a member of that church, you're probably not gonna get nothing. Oh my! Oh, oh if Lord. you're not a well, let me go back. A tithing member. Oh. Okay, well, that that. So, what suggestions could you give the listeners or the viewers to, to how to help take, help save America? How what what can you give us? I mean, you've given us a powerful scripture that we're supposed to serve in love, not in lust, not in greed, not in envy, not in jealousy, not in any of those nasty things. And 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 then here's one thing I want people to understand too. Why does why does everything bad happen always have to have racism in it? Why can't it just be evil people? Because evil people. because that's exactly what it what it is, and and I will never ever let that leave the forefront of my mind when dealing with issues and hearing about issues because you know we are so we get so bogged down with things that I had really didn't forget it, but it was in the back of my mind and it should be at the front of my mind. That way, when I do see a situation, a run across a person, I should be worried about, is that a sister, a brother in Christ? Not that are they black and white. What about, are they a sister or brother in Christ? And if they are a sister, brother in Christ, we should be able to talk about it. We should be able to iron out a problem. That's right. 
And guess what? And if you going up against somebody that ain't in Christ, you got the power and the authority to take control of the situation because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the, in the world. So you got the power. You just got to have your mind liberated in, in order to transform your life to know that you can walk in holy boldness. If God tells you to say something, he's going to get Trust me, if David can knock down a giant with one stone, you can do a whole lot. We got to quit being afraid. A good workman is not ashamed of the gospel. We got to quit being ashamed of it. We got to get out there and do what we're supposed to do. And I'm going to tell you something back to what you were saying. Now, when, 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 and see, here's how Satan uses little bitty things to distract us from the big, big picture. Now, and I, and I'll go back to the George Floyd situation. Not to make light of the death of this man by no means, but let me tell you what I saw. I saw a uniformed officer killing someone. I saw him killing him, but it wasn't until the noise around me distracted me from the real situation and brought up the fact that it was race. No, that was that was what that was. That was ego, pride, stupidity, ignorance, evil at its finest. And the noise around me distorted my thinking. And I know that everybody will probably get mad at me for saying that. Yes, it was racist. Yes, it was that. Well, whatever you want to think, that's fine. But like you just said, that can't always be at the forefront of your mind. You've got to look at the fact is that that's the... I, now, would you have been, would you not have been just as upset if you seen him killing anybody? When you really think I about it. Have. You would have been upset. Have. It wouldn't have mattered. If it was a black man doing it to a white person. Exactly. Because that's what Christians do. We're in love. You saw someone's life being taken. It should have never got about color. It should have been about the fact that another American is killing an American, and God forbid if it was a Christian on top of a Christian. That ain't of God. That was pure evil. But no. Everybody wants to put color and the distraction in front of the real issue. The real issue is that was a police officer, and he was held to a higher standard, and he killed somebody. I don't care what color that man was underneath that man's knee. Nobody deserves to die. That and is like true. On my other show, I said this. If there are children, if I see a little child, or even if I see anybody being hurt, Anybody, my motherly instinct and my Christian love, my passion of Christ, my compassion of Christ is going to kick in. I'm going to the rescue. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I can't help you because you're black. I mean, you're not black. How's that being God? How's that serving in love? That is not Americans. If we don't stop, our independence is going to be stripped from us. We got to, we got to pay attention to what's going on. I'm gonna go help. I don't care. Somebody needs me. I'm going to serve and help because that's what I'm here to do. How you know? However, I, you know I do. I cannot say that I am not aware that of the evilness that happens to black people simply because of their the color of their skin. Evil happens right. to everybody, but we cannot uh, overlook the fact that 
evil happens to black people simply because of the color of their skin. So nothing I've said and be you know changes that I see evil that attacks black people just by the color of their skin. Okay, but and this is so true. But that is what they always show us. But what about okay, when the Columbine shooting happened? That was pure evil. Yeah. It was it was pure evil. So I don't see too many black people being murdered. Right. I don't even know if I saw any. So all I'm saying is that how we put a spin on things, nobody, but then again, you know, I understand. And I'm not saying that it don't exist because we know racism exists. I know it exists. So don't y'all get it twisted. The reality coach know the black people are hating on. We are. But then the sad part about it, we hate on y'all too sometimes. But don't nobody, we, we are. don't nobody show that part. We are and we have always been. But just as our forefathers, they were Christians, and they did obey the laws of the land the best that they could. However, the strength uh-huh. and the the strength and the ingenuity that came mm-hmm. from God helped equalize them. As you said, the Bible is the equalizer. The strength that we draw from God and through prayers and being obedient to God is an equalizer, and we need all the help that we can get. We need that. We need um, togetherness as a black community. We need togetherness as an American. We need all that we have to fight that fight. And it's not, the Bible speaks, it's not going to just end. It's not. It's uh, just like we're going to fight against sin Forever, we're going to fight against evil forever until God comes back and give us a new paradise. Then we're in the fight that we're in. I guess that is why it's very important to do what Ephesians says. Put on the whole armor of God. Yes. You have to. Okay, y'all, y'all got to take that armor all off and put on the armor. I'm talking about armor, all that spray that you spray on to make yourself shiny. Take that off and put on the armor of God. Um, Now, I do agree with her. I'm not making light of racism by any means because I'm telling you, I deal with it just like everybody else. But guess what? I know that white people deal with racism too. They do. And I know that Hispanics deal with racism. Discrimination and racism run hand in hand. It's just some are more cruel and more definitive than others, and we need to get rid of it, period. We need to get rid of it. America, our independence is at stake. We got to come together. We got to fight this fight together. If not, we're going to get a babysitter. I don't want no babysitter. I like being able to go outside. I like being able to fly when I want to fly. I like being able to go to see my loved ones. And all of those who lost people during this, this pandemic, I feel so bad for you all. You couldn't even get to your loved one. You see how they do You see what they do? Y'all, come on now. Do y'all want a babysitter? They're going to tell you you can't get, you can only send three people in to see your family. 
Your loved one is gone to eternity, and that's the last time you're going to get to see them live uh, before they go on into the ground, and you got to tell the people that can go? Come on now. We have a hard time with graduation. Y'all going to get a babysitter, and I've already told you, y'all don't want me to be the babysitter because y'all going to be mad. Y'all going to get some act right. America, we're going to stop all this crazy because our freedom and our liberty and our justice is at stake. We got to do something different. Well, Miss Firecracker, I sure thank you. And I think I need another caller on the line. You're always so insightful and, and very informative and very much appreciated. And you bring a different spin every time. And I thank you for hanging in here with me, Miss Firecracker. You are the bomb. Thank you, Miss well, Firecracker. Well, thank you, Miss Patterson. A reality all righty, girl. You got that right to reality code. That's me. Hey, hey. Okay, let me see if I have another call on line. If I don't, hold the line, okay? If I don't, because I, I enjoy talking to you, Ms. Firecracker. Chris, you got another, another uh, call on the line? Uh, Yes, ma'am. All righty. All right, we, for your caller, for your security purposes, we only read the last four digits of your phone number. 8829-8829. You are on the air with Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. God bless you. Hey, hey, hey. What you got to say? <laughs> okay, so I'm the fly guy. You, you oh, remember me? Hey, fly guy. What's going on? I'm the fly guy. What's fly guy? Hey, you oh. I know you can slip to say. Come on with it. Yeah. Well, so initially I was like, I was like, oh, so I started listening. And I was like, oh, I, anybody who knows me knows I'm a note taker, right? I'm always taking notes. And then you've okay. been talking about so many provocative topics. And I'm like, oh, where's my notebook? Where's my notebook? So <laughs> <laughs> I finally started taking notes and I just have all this stuff. But so I think the most important thing I want to talk about which I, 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 I love this conversation that you're having. Um, but uh, I just finished a four-week study, uh, a, a Bible study on Revelation. Oh, okay. Or Revelation. And, you know, it's all, do, you know, I grew up Lutheran, and I grew up, oh, it's all doom and gloom, and the world's coming to Dan, and, you know, this and that, whatever. Well, this study was about how it's not that and how, it is going to be so much better than it is right now. And it was, it was, it was so perfect to have this Bible study at this point in time in America. And it was just, it was, it was so enlightening. Oh, wow. What was the most so, important? Okay. So I know one, one thing in Revelation two, four and five, I believe it says thou hast forgotten thy first love. Remember your first love? So she was telling us we've forgotten our first love in America. And oh, she's not I, I, <laughs> huh? I No, I, I, I remember my first love, and it wasn't pretty. So <laughs> that's not probably not a good example. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just getting my notes. I'm getting my notes here. Uh, but it, it, was just, it, it was just – it was, it was very profound because 
we started with the apocalypse. We went mm-hmm. to worship. We went to hell, you know, mm. beast, 666, and mm. Satan. And then we've, we ended the, the session with, you know, heaven. And, um, of course, the, you know, I took pages of notes, obviously. And um, uh, it's just like... Um, I guess one of the one of the big things is that you know grace is good enough, and the commitment of God to sustain and transform all creation, all creation, peace, wholeness, and love. So anyway, right. it was, it was, and and that's the whole scary. thing. We're forgetting. We're starting to forget, uh, Sly God, that um, that that it's all about peace and love. We, 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 and getting alone, living in harmony amongst one another, putting off all this old, this crazy stuff. And, and do you, do, do, were you able to hear about how, um, uh, did they even, I don't know if it's in Revelation where it says, foreigners will plunder your land. Are, are you, are you kind of familiar with what I'm saying about how the stores are now shifting? Where an American named store is almost, you almost have to go to the needle in the haystack to find one. That's an American-owned business. Um, no. Well, obviously, <laughs> being from Nebraska, a lot of those companies I do know because I lived in Chicago for 20 years. But being from Nebraska, we don't have any of those those companies here. But um, <clears throat> yeah, because they're more regional. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway. So, so I, do they I have? So what is what? Um, so what was the most um, what was the most interesting thing you learned um, doing your Bible study? I think it was that how they talked about this big cube that's coming down from 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 God, and it's supposed to be the New Jerusalem, and oh, I think it's let me check here real fast. I think it's 100. Oh, Lord. Anyway, it's supposed to be as big. It's supposed to be the New Jerusalem. It's supposed to be as big as if you take Alaska, you have Mm -hmm. three Alaskas, Mm -hmm. and then you add, you add Texas in for good measure, but it's a, it's a a cube. So it's that big Mm -hmm. and it's that tall. And you can Mm -hmm. sit, um, Darn it! Where is it at here? Um, you could fit um, like Mount St. Helens in there for how tall oh. it is. Oh, it's, uh-huh. it's fourteen. It, it, it's it's fourteen hundred miles cubed. So you figure fourteen hundred miles each and every direction you can think of, and that's how big this New Jerusalem is supposed to be. And there were three central images of what heaven is. It's the city which is the New Jerusalem. It's a tree, the tree of life, and the, the leaves are for the healing of the nation. And the third mm-hmm. one is, is the river, which the river flows through the, central, through the center of the city, and the, the river is the source of life. So who's supposed to go to the – so we're supposed to see a New Jerusalem? When we get there, yes. <laughs> oh, when we get there, well, at least you said when we get there, at least I'm going to get to go see it. Uh, the other thing, <laughs> though, also, Miss Dorothy, 
<laughs> By the way, you look beautiful tonight. Thank you. <laughs> the other thing is that on every side of this new city, the gates are always open. It's not that, I think, it's, what, who is it, Paul or Peter? or I, I don't remember who now, but is that the, the gates to let you in or not in? The gates are always open, and and oh. everybody everybody is welcome. Wow, that is an interesting study. And you guys finished it this week. Yeah, we just we just finished this. this well, I guess the, well, what's I don't even know what today is. <laughs> I think well, we finished Monday. it last last week. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, so this was okay. So are you are you are you still Lutheran or or? Uh, what national? What what church affiliation are you with now? No, I, I'm. I, no, I, I was born and raised Lutheran. So, um, and I, I was, you know, I, I went to, uh, I got confirmed and baptized, and you know, and everything Lutheran. So, um, and then you know, as life proceeds, you know, you fall away from the church, as mm-hmm. a lot of people do. You know, and then life happens, and then certain situations that you get yourself into kind of kind of bring you back to the church, which was the biggest blessing I've right. had. So, and and that's the whole thing. That's what the Bible says: when you train a child up in the way that they should go. They may part from it, but they'll return back to it. And God has a way of bringing us back to Him, doesn't He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, especially now and. The only other thing I wanted to mention, since we're on this whole Bible God topic, um, they uh, here in Nebraska, all the churches, regardless of denomination, they got together and they started what's called the Nebraska Corona Bible. And so they asked, they just sent out this thing and said, if anybody wants to participate, you can transcribe a uh, you know, a chapter out of the Bible in your own handwriting, re- regardless of what version of the Bible you read, you know, mm-hmm. New King or, you know, King James or NIV or, or whatever. And, um, and it, it was especially poignant for me because I was like instantly signed up for it. And the, the one, the, the one thing I wanted to do was James three. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're having just individuals, and then they're like the longer chapters of the Bible, and they're having like you know youth groups and stuff transcribe those. But it's in your own handwriting; it can be whatever language you want to write it in. You can annotate it however you want. You can add your own personal stories, whatever. Um, but James three is all about the evil tongue. The and, evil tongue, boy, that tongue is wicked, ain't it? And so I've suffered the evil tongue the past few years, and um, uh, so it meant a lot to me. So I I went on the web. Sly guy, hold on. Don't you try to go past this. Hold on. The reality folks want to know what you mean by the evil tongue. What, what do you, because there are some people that, that, that may have some of these same issues. What do you mean by the evil tongue? people saying nasty things to you okay where you don't agree and they just come out and they they start just saying nasty evil things to you and 
um, calling you names. Yeah, I, okay. Some of these some, some of these people, it's like you had brought up earlier about how we can agree to disagree or, or whatever, which is fine by me. I mean, I will argue with you all night long about certain issues, but once you start calling me names, I'm done because exactly. I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to start calling you names. So you were the victim I mean, of an evil of evil tongue. Yeah. So this 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 was this was my relief. My relief was um, to to transcribe this, and um, so I went on the website and I was like, oh please 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 let me have this, you know. And out of James is a very short chapter, mm-hmm. and and out of all of them that that were left, one of them was James three. Oh wow. So I, I, I trans transcribed it and you know, I use my little markers and all that all the kind of fun stuff and um uh, but yeah, it's just about the evil tongue and just about how words matter. You know, it's like it's like you know, you have an evil tongue. I mean, you need to watch what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's like because I mean, it it hurts people. Mhm. Mhm. So and, so anyway, that and it can ruin people. It can really, really, it can. And I think uh, in America, we have a lot of evil tongues because people have taken that freedom of speech to the highest of the highest and to the lowest of the lowest. And just because we have freedom of speech, we need to think before we speak because we don't know what our words, we don't, the Bible says the tongue cuts like a two-headed sword. Exactly. And it does. It does. And and yeah. it's horrible to call people names, and 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 and, and it's so degrading, and it and, and it leaves you in a mental fog. It does. I mean, how long did it take you to come out of the out of the? I mean, that's a form of abuse. That evil tongue. Well, and, and you know, and unfortunately, the the reason I well, I guess it's not unfortunate. It's it's fortunate I did this, but it's unfortunate that the person who did this to me passed away last year and so we never got to have that reckoning that conversation of healing wow wow so, so hey American, let me say this real quick fly guy so would you say to anyone who has a fault with their brother or sister please go to them don't be left with the regret of not ever being able to have that conversation. Would you say that, would you highly recommend that? In general, yes. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was kind of, that was kind of um, a back ass <laughs> a backward um, answer, but um, you know, it's it's like, I, I will apologize if I'm wrong, and I, I will confront people if 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 I think they're wrong and and whatever, and we can have the conversation. But but there's there's certain situations where you just you when they've done you wrong, it's just you, you cannot you can you cannot forgive. Oh, I well, I, I okay. I, I shouldn't saying, say you can't I forgive. Saying. You can forgive, you can, you but can, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in their presence and be around them. You you can forgive, but you can't forget. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I refer to it like this, uh, and this is how it worked for me because I have been, me being an abuse survivor uh, from childhood uh, abuse, I, I, I forgave because I was able to release the pain, but I didn't forget how, I, I, I remember how I got the scar, but I released the pain from the scar. Right. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's, I, I save, I, I told you I'm a note taker. So I have, you know, eight by 10 sheets, probably like 10 of them of, I transcribed everything that was, that was said over the phone and, and stuff. And then I would get argued with saying, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I'm like, why would I write this down if you didn't say it? You know, so, you know, and then she ended up dying. So I can't, <laughs> I can't talk to her. Well, I mean, I talk to her every day, but. Um, but that's what. Her, her, her um, the, the person you went through this with, putting you in that situation to where you were always seemingly not remembering what was said, did that force you to become a note taker? Well, yes, because then we would argue and, you know, when, and you don't, when you're having a conversation, you don't particularly remember every little detail, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're asking, they're asking for every little detail. And it's just like, I'm like, well, I don't know. You said something general like this. That's why I started taking notes because I'm just like, if you're going to start attacking me because of things you said, I'm taking notes so that I have it recorded you know, so I can I can defend myself because I don't want you attacking me and I don't have no ammunition. So and and you know what, Fly Guy? Let me tell you, I think that's what's happening now with America and Americans. We're tired, so therefore they're forcing us to put our cameras on. They're forcing us to take notes. They're forcing us to have a defense for ourselves because of all of the evilness that's been going on and the the division and all of that is forcing us to get smart again. So I guess that is one thing that, that that's happening that's good. We're all starting to be able to get us some ammunition to fight the evil that's out here because for so long it went, un, it went undetected because no one had a detective themselves were not a detective to detect when something was going to happen. Now we got these cell phones. We can push record in a heartbeat. So Americans... Hey. That is one way we can fight for our liberty and our justice and our freedom still. We can keep recording. When we see something happening, don't sit back and don't take notes. Take your notes, get your facts, and then defend yourself yeah. along with whomever is offending you. I mean, yeah, that's exactly, exactly because, I mean, I, I'm just going to bring up George Floyd. I could bring up all these other poor, innocent people you know, I don't care what their past is. That has nothing to do with the situation at hand of what happened. Um, exactly. If if there was not the video, then, you know, it would have probably just been washed away. Exactly. And I'm so proud of us Americans. You know, and, and the thing about it, there were all types of American people out there. And, and, and I just hate that it always has to go to uh, a racial thing, even though that may it may have or may not been. But the bottom line, I was so glad that there were so many Americans out there of all nationalities seeing him saying, you're killing him. 
They didn't say you're right. killing the black You're killing him. Get off of him. They didn't care. You're an officer. Get off of him. So that was a beautiful thing to see that we came together on that. And I like the fact that we're getting tired. We're starting to come together. And all of this division that they've been able to use and keep us separate, we're all coming together. It doesn't matter what 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 type of uh, color you are, what relationship you are, what relationship you're in. It does, none of that should matter. What should matter is what the uh, firecracker said. Jane, I think she said Galatians 5 and 13. Right. Serve love. Love. Love has got to be the key to everything. Well, Sly, thank you for calling. You got something you want to close us out with? Well, no, I I was just saying, um, I know everybody's coming really hard down on the police, but... And they're saying, oh, we're going to dismantle the police and this and that and whatever and the liberals and blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's, that's not the, 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 the situation. And not everybody hates the police. I mean, God loved the police, right? Because we need them. And um, it was after the Orlando shooting at the gay nightclub. And it was a couple weeks later, went to the, the gay pride fest in Nebraska and there was two officers standing there. And well, obviously this is before Corona, but I actually went up there and I went up there and sh- I shook their hands. Is that thing? You, you know, that made their day. That probably made their day. How did they respond so, to that? Oh, they were they were elated. So that yeah, was it, awesome. Yeah, so it, it was it, it was really cool. So, well, I loved. Oh yeah, because I was there with my with my stepsister, and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm going up there. Are you come with me or not? I'm going up there. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Because the police officer, you guys take the time out to embrace the police officer. Because I'm telling you, when it's time, let me tell you, we need both the police. And the firemen, because the firemen are there to try to save your life before some before you die, and the police are there to save your life before someone takes your life. So we need them both. Yeah. Y'all hug a, a, hug them every now and then. Just go up and let them know you appreciate what they're doing. Not everybody's bad. We got bad people. We got evil in every profession, everywhere. So y'all, let, let, let's let's show them some love, you know, and the bad ones. Let's call them out and get them out of there. Get them out of there. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? Would you agree? Uh, absolutely. Well, Sly Guy, so, I sure Hey. Miss Dorothy, I sure love you. I'm trying to listen in every time I can, so <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> well, you, well, you make sure you do a watch party oh. and you Click like and love you. Click like and share my flyer so you can get everybody to tune in because I love everybody and we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna and if you ever have a topic that you want me to talk about, please uh, you can eat you can text me. I'll get you my information. I know how to reach out to you and I will get it to you. You can text me. You can even call me every now and then and we can chit chat and get us some good shows and good topics going on. How about that, Sly Guy? Yeah, yeah. Hey, can I tell you a quick story real fast? Yeah. Okay, so um, it popped up on my Facebook memories today. So it was six years ago, my husband and I went to L.A. 
for a vacation, you know, do the whole wine thing and, you know, uh, radio, radio drive and all that. Cause we did like the wine tours and all that kind of stuff out in California and stuff. And, um, uh, uh, so the whole know me movement and you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I had not seen him for gosh years. I mean, we've kept in touch, but we haven't seen each other. So there's <laughs> Two white guys from Nebraska. <laughs> we meet up in LA to go have brunch. Him and his <laughs> wife and his his two kids who are freaking awesome. <laughs> so it was six years ago today, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I, I sent him a message today. I'm like, "Can you like how does time fly this fast?" You know, and that's why I love him dearly. He's a very lovable man. I love him just as dearly as you do, and I understand why this is a special day. And to remember that, that is, I mean, that that goes to show that we've got to hold on to those good memories because when we're in a time like this, we need some good memories. So Americans, please, let's get our independence back. Let's come together and let's form some good memories so we can stick together and we can laugh and talk about them and, and, and have them to hold on during the toughest of times. Because it'll bring us Ab- time. Absolutely. All right. Love you, Miss Dorothy. Well, I'll love tune in again. And... Reach out to me. You know how to get my number from the guy. You know, the know me guy. <laughs> know, know me. All right. Yeah. Thanks All right. Guys for coming. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Chris, are there any more callers? Nope. No, know. Coach. That's it. Back to you. Do you have anything to add, Chris? Because, you know, you can add some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, our our equality and who we are as Americans, um, it, it is important. Um, and you're right. We have strayed away from who the source has been all this time, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we see how we're getting the downward spiral uh, just, you know, just the past 4th of July wasn't even the same. Um, you know, my family and I, we had to go in the backyard and, and look at the fireworks far, far away. And we normally have a little gathering where everybody goes and we see the fireworks right from the base and all that stuff. But all that was changed. But I'm saying all this to say this, that God wants us to come back to him. That's why we're going through all this. He wants us to have a relationship with him. The, the word of God is the equalizer to your stress, your strain, your pressure, uh, uh, the racial divide, all this stuff that's going on right now in the world. That's the cure for it. And the only way we're going to have a cure for it is if we get in relationship with Jesus Christ and make sure we have a cool, calm, and collective mindset that we can make a change we can want we want the change and we'll be able to reflect christ in our life and in our communications with other people and you'd be surprised just by you changing the way you think changing the way you live and doing it for the king how it's going to move people's hearts minds and souls to come closer to jesus christ and that's my two cents in it so coach back to you 
see, you know, now how I'm supposed to follow that? Now, now you know he, now y'all, he a pastor, you know, he he know how to say what he's supposed to say. Now I got to come up with something to try to hang in there with him. You know, it's like going on the Apollo or on the on 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 the Voice, and somebody good get up there that can really just hit them Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey notes, and then here you come uh, uh, with your baritone voice. You know? Okay, now here I go. Okay, well, let me see if I can try to figure out something to pop that or get on the same page. Okay. Seriously. Seriously, he is so right. We've got to remember our first love. We have gotten so far from Christ. We, He's just, I mean, you know, he, he cast down Satan so he can still kill and destroy whom he will and, and whom he can. And right now he's got his grips on so many Americans. American people, our independence is at stake. We've got to fight for it. We've got to come together. We cannot keep fighting one another. And let me tell you, the reason why we're able to do what we do without a conscience, because so many of us are calling ourselves Christians, but we got the word on us, but it ain't in us. You got to get the word in you. You just can't keep wearing it on you. Get it in you. Wipe off the armor all and put on the full armor of God, the full armor. And I know we're not going to be perfect. I know we're going to do things that are not right. I know we're going to do a whole lot of things. But one thing we can do, we can turn from our wicked ways. We can turn from our wicked ways. Because we know the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is, is eternal life. You guys, I, I appreciate you listening in. I mean, um, uh, Firecracker, Miss Firecracker, you did wonderful. Thank you for your comments. Fly God, thank you, and I got to get with him because I want to know more about this this, this, this study of revelations that they did. I want to say thank you to Juanita Bedard for listening, Jessica Vasquez, uh, Pamela Jackson, Lillian James, Michael Oh, there's one of my uh, family members on the uh, TTV radio uh, network, Michael uh, thank you. I mean, it's it's just been awesome, Jessica. That's one of my co-workers during the elections, girl. We gotta get we gotta get ready. You know, it's coming. Uh, Richard, thank you for tuning in. Um, let's see who else. Sharon, thank you. Lillian James, thank you. Pamela Jackson. Oh, Jessica, thank you. Tavette and Smith, thank you. Oh, you guys, thank you for tuning in. And I pray that God has given me something to give to you that you can just take a spin at and put your own mind liberation on it, and hopefully it will transform your life. Shaniqua, thank you all for tuning in. God bless you. You guys take care. And America, America, Americans in America, we got to fight for our independence because if y'all don't get it together, you people, you Americans, if y'all don't stop fighting one another, our independence is at stake. Don't make our president get, don't make him pay attention to us, y'all. Y'all know he'll do it. You see, he'll do whatever he want to do, and it ain't a good feeling. I don't want him to come down and babysit me because I like to be able to go to the grocery store and get what I want. But if we don't stop acting up amongst one another, this land of the free, home of the brave, going to be the home of the scared and the home of the captive. Well, wait a minute. The, home, the land of the scared, home of the captive. And I don't want to be no captive. 
So, y'all, let's get it together. Let's come together and do what Firecracker told us. Galatians 5 and 13, serve in love. Let's get these commandments back. Let's return back to our first love. Let's do what Sly God said. We got to stop that evil tongue. We got to stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. And if you have a fault with your brother, as both of them stated, go to that brother in love, and I guarantee you God will be in the midst of it. And sometimes you may not be able to get called on the phone. Text them, quit them, text them, do whatever you got to do, however you got to get to them, do it, do it. Hey, I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, and praying that your life will be transformed. God bless you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for all, thank you for all you do. And like I said, next week, God will give me something else. And if you ever have a suggestion for a show topic, please don't hesitate to email me or you can drop me a message in the message box to Facebook. You know how to get me. I'm on all the channels. You can you can find me, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. I'm there. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear your opinion. And guess what? Your opinion always counts with the reality coach because we're here to liberate our minds in order to transform our lives. And thank you to TTV Radio Network. You guys be sure to go to... Um, WW.CN Awards and vote for TTV Radio Network. We're trying to get these nominations so we can get this gospel to more people and do more things and be of a bigger service because we are service. And there's so many great, 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 great shows, podcasts that come through TTV Radio Network. So you guys tune in. Like I said, go to the Spin Awards and vote, 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 vote. All you got to do is use your email address and go vote for TPV Radio. Okay? Thank you, Chris. Love you all. Y'all be blessed. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. Until next Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. And you guys, if you don't see my Facebook post, you just keep looking for it because I will be out there. Go ahead, Chris. Close me out. So you might as well get used to me My mother may not be the queen But my father's king of everything I'm adopted into the family So I guess that makes me royalty And it gives me dominion Never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. TPV Radio, Central Texas.